This is the former and five-time world Madden champ, Jordan 13-8, and you're listening to the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix. It is Saturday, September 2nd, 20 and 23, uh, 20 and 23, Jesus Christ, 8 a.m. sharp. This is podcast number 145. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix podcast. I am one of your lovely hostesses, the Garlic Johnson. We are joined, as always, by your other lovely hostess, the Joshua Mitchell. Josh, say hi to the folks out there. Hi, folks. Walters has been very consistent. He has been here the last three Saturday mornings at 8 a.m., so we got to give him a little shout-out. Very consistent, Walters. We appreciate it. Um, we appreciate everyone. I am Groot, Jesus Christ. He must have watched a Guardians movie recently. We do appreciate everyone who does chat along with us in the Discord and listen live. So, Walters, another shout-out to you. We also thank and love at uh, Levi Oki on Instagram. He is our or at Levi Oki Illustration on Instagram. He is our beautiful artist who's responsible for all our art. So, thank you very much, Levi, a.k.a. Carmel Bear. And, uh, yeah, Josh, how we doing, pal? Durin. How you doing? Uh, you know, for a Saturday morning, I'm feeling pretty good. It's the final weekend before we have. It's the la- I'll put it this way: it's the last weekend we have without NFL football, real NFL football, not that preseason nonsense, until fe- the third week in February. So it's fucking time, Josh. We've waited all the weeks, all the days, all the months, and we are here at the the doorstep of football. And I'm genuinely. As excited as I can be right now, I don't know how excited I am, but I'm excited as I can be. How do you feel about uh, football right around the corner? First game Thursday night, Chiefs-Lions. I am happy. (laughs) I am convinced that was, wow, you really sold it. Well, it's like, I'm really excited for football to start, but I'm also really not excited for it to end in February. And it should just be a year-round. It should just be a year-round sport. And that's all it should be. Health? Who cares? Just make them play. Fifty-two week season. Oh my god! It's starting to sound like slavery, Josh. I want to be careful. Um, I mean, it would be. Not, I. I struggle with it because I think I would enjoy more football generally, but I don't think like I thought the 16 game season was the perfect regular season. We already have one more game than that. Like, I think I'd be fine with like a, a, like a decent, like a decent summer league. Like if you could take some of the twos and threes out of the NFL and throw them into another league that played during the spring or summer, I think I'd tune in more casually than the NFL for sure. But like, I think I'd watch that more regularly. I could do with more football, but at the same time, I think one of the things that makes football so great is the scarce is the limited number of games is the, whatever, you know, it's the anti-baseball. We don't need, what is it? 160, 180, whatever the fuck games they play these days. Like that's too many games, and so I think the number of games is what brings us back and makes us so excited about the season that we're about to go down. But we don't have to talk about all that because <clears throat> we'll be talking more about the season next week in our Tuesday and our Saturday show. Getting back to two a week's kids, it is exciting times. But Josh, what are we here to do today? Football. <laughs> is that you and I? Are we? We're doing football. Football. Are you broken? Is that all you can say is football? Football. <laughs> well, because Josh is just so excited he can't say other words, I will let everyone know we are here to draft the great, or we are here to grade the drafts of the, the Hood and Oaks, um, the, Jesus Christ, the Hidden Oaks Redraft League. I keep putting the wrong letters in the wrong words. Um, our, our quote-unquote league of record for those of you fantasy footballer fans this is our league that kind of started it all it's the league we try and get the most participation and listenership out of it comes and goes over the years but it's kind of uh, what brought josh and i here and so we're going to go ahead and grade our draft um did not get any fan participation uh, draft graders walters looking at you um so josh and i will take the reins last year though i will say walters i think gave the worst grade to our eventual champion so you know, I maybe, think you did it the year before, too, to be honest. <laughs> maybe we should just leave him alone. Um, speaking of, Josh, we'll use that as a transition. I just vaguely have up the draft grades from last year. Um, we're not going to go too in-depth into it, but it looks like Eric was our champion. He was in the draft number eight spot. Um, he got an A from football, guys. And then it looks like Walters and or Jack gave him like a four, ranked him fourth. 
must be I don't know who that was. And then Al gave him a C plus. I should have marked these things better last year, but oh well. Um so it looks like, you know, the football guys had it right on our eventual champ. They only gave one other A, and that was to Nikita. I believe she gave in fourth. Bradley was in the championship game, the championship loser. He got a B. So, I mean, it looks like the football guys had a decent time drafting you, or a decent time grading you, and I did not grade last year. We just picked our favorite and least favorite players. And, um, yeah, so, you know, we're, we're not the best. We're not the worst. But I see you did just open the document. Um, is there anything you see popping out here as you've looked at it for 10 seconds? Or should we just move on to our grades for this year? No, we're, we're good. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Um, I do remember coming out of last year, I absolutely hated my team. And I don't feel the same way this year. So we're hoping that uh, we're hoping things turn around. Um, well, it is every other for you that, that's for no yeah i'm every odd year i'm doing good so this year i'm destined to make it to the championship and lose it's been my tradition for the last three years or my last three cycles so this year i mean i'm already destined. like it doesn't matter it shouldn't matter who i draft it doesn't matter what i do i will make it to the championship and i will lose so that'll be nice um all right, Josh. So we have our big draft board up here. It is in a beautiful Excel spreadsheet. Do you want to just go down the line? Do you want to go from the first draft position all the way to the 14th? Do you want to go in any sort of ranking system you had? I don't know if you did them or not. No, it looks like you started, but you couldn't get there. Um, so we'll just go left to right, I think, starting at the first draft position. That worked for you? Yeah. All right. I'll let you kind of go first here. Uh, number one overall pick was Jer Bear. Um, and he starts with Justin Jefferson, and from there, Josh, what do you think about his team? Um, I actually I like it. It's uh, you know going down the list. He obviously the first overall pick in a fourteen person league. You're not getting another pick until twenty eight, um, right? Is that the math? Correct. That's um, right. <clears throat> and so it's 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 a struggle bus. Obviously, you know with the back to back twenty eight twenty nine, it makes it a little bit um, more tolerable. But you're still missing out on quite a bit of talent between that first pick. So going with um, kind of the consensus, um, best wide receiver, um, best, uh, for, or best player in a PPR league. I would say that's kind of the consensus is Justin Jefferson. Uh, some may say CMC, but, um, JJ has had, you know, back to back to back great seasons. Christian McCaffrey has been hurt a couple times. Um, and so who knows? Um, plus they did just say, um, obviously it was after our draft, but they said that CMC is going to be kind of, um, given a little bit more rest than he was in Carolina. So who knows? Um, obviously you'd hope that his production, um, and his efficiency would increase, but, um, JJ up is up there, especially with there's not really many people to get the ball in Minnesota these days, other than, uh, TJ. Um, and who knows about Addison yet, but, um, I like his running backs, Travis Etienne um, and Aaron Jones with his second and third round pick. Um, Aaron Jones being what the 11th running back off the board. If I do, if I'm just guessing based on the. Sure. Yeah. I'm not going to crank those numbers up, but sure. That's it's 13. So yeah, he took, uh, he took the 12th and 13th running back off the board at Travis Etienne and Aaron Jones. I think that that's a pretty solid combo for where he got him. Um, I had Etienne last year. He's a solid player. Um, gets gets quite a few yards gets quite a few points um and aaron jones is very very efficient um then he you know after that <clears throat> i like his tight ends uh george kittle and then with the uh, mr irrelevant uh, gerald everett um everett did beat me one week last year um probably with the only week that he scored points um he has kirk so he's got the kirk jj stack which has been nice uh brian robinson as a um kind of a flex backup rb is not a bad pick not a bad play. Same with Kenneth Gainwell. Um, not so sure how I feel about um, Godwin um, or Pittman just based on their last season and their new quarterback situations. But overall, I like his team. Yeah, I mean, I, I won't add too much because I think he did a really good job going in depth there. Um, <coughs> What's that supposed to mean? I, well, I'm just saying I'm not going to try and make it go on too long so we don't have to make the people sit through, you know. Uh, a super long podcast all i was going to say was that i kind of had my own rough grading system you and i were talking about a pre-pod and um from his starting running backs and his starting wide receivers i liked his wide receivers much more than i like his running backs even though he did go running backs first of course with jj that's going to carry it but then godwin and Pittman, i think will be okay i mean they're both in teams with questionable um quarterbacks at this point just because we don't know how they're going to produce um 
but I still think they're going to be fine. They should be their, you know, the top or the second guy on their roster. And then for tight end, I agree that George Kittle should be one of the top dogs. I keep tight ends out of seven. I gave him a perfect 7 out of 7. And then for his bench, the bench was my least favorite part of uh, Jeremy's team. He's got, I mean, Adam Thielen, Brian Robinson, Kenneth Gainwell, Rashad Bateman. Those are those are guys I'm not really overexcited about. I don't see a lot of potential upside. I think we kind of know the role for all those people. Maybe the one with the most upside there is Rashad Bateman. Otherwise, um, yeah, so I scored benches out of 5 and I gave him a 2.5. But overall, Jeremy had a pretty decent team. I think he ranked um, third over... Or no, he tied. He tied three people for third. So pretty solid squad. I'm not fully impressed, but when you got 14 teams and like you said, you're drafting first, there's a big gap between your picks. So I understand. Moving on to me, Josh. I won't go super crazy. I'll go first, then you can talk about me. But I took CMC second overall. And then I was really surprised when Josh Jacobs came all the way back to me, especially when news broke earlier that day that he had gotten his uh, little contract bump, very similar to the Saquon situation. So I take Christian McCaffrey, and then I just sweat until it comes all the way back to 27. And Josh Jacobs is there waiting for me. I thought I would, I was hoping and praying to get Jameer Gibbs or Joe Mixon, but uh, Josh Jacobs fell instead, and he was the rushing leader last year. So I said, you know what, I'll take it. Then comes around to the the 2-3 turn there for me, and I take Josh Allen. And then from there, I try and fill up on receivers just because, you know, my first three picks had not gone receiver. And I I thought I did a decent job. But overall, I think receiver for a starting group was obviously my worst starting group just because, you know, I waited on them in the draft. Uh, My favorite part about my team, other than, you know, my running backs, of course, my first two picks, I think would be my bench. I I think I have a lot of high upside on the bench. I've got Jahan Dotson, Zay Flowers. Raheem Mostert, we just found out Jeff Wilson Jr. is out, and uh, a Nietzsche, a a chain, whatever, Um, he's been banged up as well. So Raheem Mostert, I think, has a lot of early season upside, and then Romeo Dubs and Tanks Bigsby as well. So, you know, potential points on the bench don't help you win matchups. It's your starters that matter, but in case anyone ever goes down or in case I need to start plugging and playing, I'm really excited about all the upside that I have lower in my draft, but that might not end up meaning anything in the end. Josh, what do you think about my squad? trash hey no i'm just kidding um no i do like your running backs um you know josh jacobs after the season he had last year in the news breaking um that is a good spot to get him um i don't know if he's gonna live up to last year's um potential just because but uh because it was kind of a i mean it was a dominant season for him um and so that's and then they have a new quarterback but who knows how that um plays into it with um the uh, familiarity with uh, that offense for jimmy g um, I do like your quarterback. Obviously, uh, Josh Allen is a solid player. Um, if he can avoid the turnovers, then he'd be a solid, even more solid player. He was, I think, still the QB two or three last year, even with all those extra turnovers. Um, Christian Watson, I think, is a, a very solid pick in uh, the fourth round. Um, I will eventually be right about Mike Evans not having a good year, and I think that this is the year. Um, actually, <laughs> been he did have a bad year last years. year. He did have a bad year last year. He scored 22% of his total points in week 17 last year. So, um, Did he still break so, 1,000 yards? I have no idea, but does it matter <laughs> if he scored 22% of his fantasy points in um, one week? I mean, you um, won that week for sure. Uh, yeah, but it's not going to matter for you because you aren't going to be in the championship. <laughs> Uh, David Montgomery, um, you know, he's sitting behind Gibbs, but he's still uh, he's still a bruiser and he's a vet, so he may get some play time. I do like Jahan. I do like your depth in this league. Um, I feel like you got some very solid depth. Tank Bigsby is going to take some reps from ETN. Um, and so, yeah, I, I do like your team. The only question mark that I have is tight end uh, Sam Laporta potty. Um, who knows how he's going to do? Um, but um, we'll, we'll see. Obviously, that rookie tight end is always kind of a, a crapshoot dart, dart throw, but so is tight end in general. So I do like your team. Thanks, buddy. What do you think about Garrett, who drafted third overall? Oh, and I forgot to say for Jeremy, my favorite player in his draft was Aaron Jones, getting him that late. And then my least favorite was Godwin. Um, injuries and new quarterback and new system, yada, yada. My favorite player for you was Jahan Dotson, solid flex bench player. And then my least favorite, as I had just alluded to, was Mike Evans. Um, for Garrett, um, he started off third overall pick, Travis Kelsey, kind of the big shakeup of the... Of, of the draft, I think. I don't think I'd ever seen Travis Kelsey get mocked that early. Um, obviously, he is the number one tight end at 300,000 years old. Um, 
but then uh you know then he goes with joe mixon joe burrow terry mclaren so he fills at the you know the starting of the first top four positions um right away um and so and then he goes with miles sanders for some reason and then george pickens jordan addison penny mooney tucker edwards yeah players um as far as Garrett's team, I will, I'm not a big fan of it. Yeah, he has he has a lot of middling players that um, could have solid seasons. We saw that with Joe Mixon a couple years ago. Um, Joe Burrow and Travis Kelsey are obviously going to be studs, um, but the rest of his um, players, you know, he's banking on Addison having a good season, which it sounds like he's primed to do um, if he doesn't get caught speeding again. Um, George Pickens, I think, is going to be he's a stud. Be speeding on the field, bro, right past the defenders. Yeah, yeah, he was the lowest uh, relative athletic score for wide receivers in the last five hundred thousand years. I heard so um, that's that's not good news for athleticism. Um, but he does have that separation ability. They say so that's solid. Um, I, as far as my favorite pick for him, I said Pickens. My least favorite was kind of the rest. I'm, I'm I don't know. Um, I wasn't a fan of Travis Kelsey at three. I think that's way too early for him. Uh, you could have gotten somebody else and then um you know done the whole fantasy football plug and play every week like i plan on doing for tight end uh see i think this is where we have a great disagreement because i guess i don't i mean i probably if had i been third i probably would have taken jamar chase uh, but i don't hate travis kelsey at three i think travis kelsey has rocketed up the adps and the, the the rankings and the cheat sheets and everything else like travis kelsey is a, is a top five pick these days maybe five in most of the scenarios but travis kelsey has shot up the shot up the draft boards and i think garrett you know i went through my little truthiness rating system and i think garrett might be my best team just because he is kind of solid everywhere he has Joe Burrow, one of the very top QBs in the league. Um, he was just one, one tier down. I had him in tier two just because Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, and Josh Allen, especially in our six QB, six point touchdown passing league. Um, they just kind of edged him out. I think you know those three guys above him had all scored 400 points last year over the whole season, and Joe Burrow was at like 395. You only have four point touchdowns. No, oh, well, no, we have, oh, sorry, you're right. We have uh, the extra passing yards, excuse me. We have uh, the little bump on passing yards. Anyways, Joe Burrow was the one person in those top four that didn't break 400, so that's where my tier break was. But I think Joe Burrow's an amazing starting quarterback. I like it, Joe Mixon and Miles Sanders. I think they're fine. Um, shout out to Audio Al, who's in the, the audience. He would tell you that uh, Miles Sanders won him a fantasy league last year, so maybe the Miles Sanders that I've always hated, I shouldn't hate anymore. I'm trying to be more open-minded. His wide receivers, I think, is his worst starting group. Um, just because, you know, he didn't focus there. He went Terry McLaurin, George Pickens, and then it looks like the flex could be Jordan Addison. So, you know, not Jordan Addison certainly isn't proven yet. And then George Pickens and Terry McLaurin, you question how well their offenses are going to do this year. Tight end was his worst position by far. He's or not his worst excuse me, his bench is his worst position by far. I'm not excited about Darnell Moody. I'm not excited about Gus Edwards. I'm not excited about Paris Campbell or Cordell Patterson. So I think if Garrett loses starters, I think Garrett has a really bad season. But my truth in this score was heavily weighted toward his starters. And because of that I think Garrett's gonna be the best team in the league this year. Just based on I don't know. If all the starters stay healthy, he's got solid studs in that lineup all across it. Moving on to Willie. Um, Josh, he went Jamar Chase fourth overall and then came back with Jamar Gibbs in the second, then Chris Olave in the third, and picked up Darren Waller in the fourth. Um, he eventually gets Trevor Lawrence, so I gave a 7.5. I think his worst position is tight end. He punted the tight end position, which I understand. Um, but Darren Waller should be okay. Um, or no, he didn't punt the, excuse me, he grabbed Dalton Schultz at the end there. But I think Darren Wallace should be okay. Um, I don't know. I, I wa I've wanted some shares of Darren Waller. I haven't gotten any. I don't think he'd any of my drafts this year because I think he's going higher than he should. But I just do still think that Darren Waller will return value if he was drafted at ADP. Um, his best his best group by far is his receivers. He's got Chase and then Olave, and that's an amazing starting two. Josh, what do you think about Willie's squad here? Yeah, I think there's football players on it. Okay, go ahead. No, I, I like it. I do agree that uh, his his wide receivers are pretty solid. Um, once you, I mean, his starting wide receivers bench a little bit questionable. I'm not so sure. Sky Moore is a sophomore. He should have um, made a little bit of a jump between that first and second year. Uh, but Quentin Johnson's a rookie. Um, obviously, he's an athletic freak, according to um, Herbert. And I mean, he's a big boy that can run. Um, and Keenan Allen's getting up there in age. Mike Williams is. Um, you know he's he's solid, but he's he's had injury concerns in the past. Um, running backs, Jameer Gibbs, he's a rookie, but um, has been lighting it up in camp. James Cook, second year player, um, 
looked at as a three down back they're saying um and then aj Dillon, big question mark hasn't lived up to his potential um but who knows how that goes with a new quarterback new kind of adjusting to it probably a little bit different system these this year um and so i do like those um kind of that starting core darren waller i think as the fourth tight end off the board is about right um Maybe would have gone Kittle. Actually, yeah, I would have gone Kittle over Waller um, at that point. Um, but there has been a lot of hype of him coming out of camp for Waller. So um, I could see why he'd go that route. I do like all of his starters. I think that um, he does have a solid team going and getting Jamar Chase at four definitely helps. Um, and so, yeah, um, I do like Willie's team. My favorite pick for him was Waller just based on um, the hype coming out. My least favorite was Sky Moore just because of how, um, you know, he could have gotten... Well, you know what, Sky Moore, he could have, I would have taken KJ Osborne over Sky Moore, I think, um, personally, or Kadarius Tony, um, who is on the same team as Sky Moore. But uh, that's just me. And what do I know? I'm bad at everything I try. Oh, Josh, what do you think about Jesse? He came in last place last year. I was roasting him the whole draft, calling him Trash Can because that's who wrote in his name tag. What do you think about the Trash Cans team? Will he be the Trash Can again? Yeah, I think that uh, Jesse is going to live up to that trash can name again. Um, I do have a feeling that uh, um, he might actually be have to upgrade to a larger dumpster. Um, dumpster, I mean, it's a dumpster fire medallion. So if you can go larger than dumpster fire, we let's just we could call it. Uh, um, yeah, we, what's yeah? We'll just call it uh, Canada. Great bit, love it. Um, but, uh, I mean, uh, Austin Eckler first or first pick for him, uh, pick five, very solid. I think, um, I think that, um, that is the second best running back. Um, and, and then, you know, he probably would have gone Kelsey if he was available. Um, I think that that would have been a solid play for him. Um, Jonathan Taylor, not necessarily the best, uh, scenario for him right now. Um, but Going all the way down to the seventh round, he got Cleo Herbert, who I think is a stud um, and, and should be solid for him to fill in. And then he's got Devonta Smith, Deontay Johnson, and Marquise Brown for wide receivers and then that flex uh, position as well. Um, my favorite pick of his was Cleo Herbert. My least favorite, um, if I exclude Jonathan Taylor, just based on the situation he's in, I would say is Hollywood Brown just because of that situation in Arizona. Uh, but who knows? Maybe Clayton Toon is going to you know sing his own tune and uh, win some games. Yeah, I'm I'm certainly less high on Jesse's squad than you. I think Jesse was my lowest grade squad. Oh, I'm not high on it. I think he's going to finish last. But. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. You you sounded like you were saying some positive things, but um, yeah, Jesse is my my last place team in my little truthiness rankings here. Um, on tight end, he's got what he's got: Cole Komet and C O, the guy from Tennessee. I'm going to try and pronounce that name. Jonathan Taylor missing four weeks. Pro- yeah, Jonathan Taylor missing four weeks and probably more does not help. His wide receivers, he has a bunch of. He has Devonta Smith, who's a two, Marquise Brown, and Deontay Johnson, who are basically twos. I mean, there might be ones on their team, but <clears throat> they're twos in my heart. He could have had instead Keenan Allen or Debo Samuel. I don't really quite. I, you know, I question why he took Devonta Smith there. Um, but yeah, I, I don't really like Jesse's team from top to bottom. I question some of his picks. And he has two tight ends when he put in the position. So I don't, you know, I don't know. I, I hate this team top to bottom. I'll move on to your squad, Squashy. You drafted six overall. And I remember at the draft you were salivating because Austin Eckler had already fell on the fifth. And you were praying for him to fall to sixth. Instead, you go what you've always done in this league because you kind of have to based on draft position. You took a receiver. You went Tyreek Hill, which I think is probably the third best receiver. Some people would argue Cup, but Cup has... Um, potentially some hamstring injury, so I understand why you'd want to avoid him. You go Garrett Wilson after that, and then Ramondre Stevenson in the third. Josh, overall, I gave your team one of the better scores. I think you were tied for third with three other people, so in that third to fifth range for my little truthiness scale here, I think your worst group is your running backs by far. Ramondre Stevenson's going to get vultured by Ezekiel Elliott, Isaiah Pacheco, and DeAndre Swift. Are they really guys, or are they just are they are they the guy or Jags, dude? I think they're more Jags. Your best group by far is your receivers. I gave you a perfect ten out of ten. I think I only gave that to one other person: Tari Kill, Garrett Wilson, and then DJ Moore. I mean. Those starting receivers, you know, assuming DJ Moore is in your flex more often than not, I think that's a very solid group. Tight end with Juwan Johnson. I still gave a five. I think that was a very – you might probably got the best value at tight end late in the draft there with Juwan Johnson. And then your bench, I think you, your bench has pretty plenty of potential, plenty of upside. Um, 
But yeah, I think your running backs are going to be what hold you back this year. And I think you know that just because you know it's not a position you focus too early. Um, you wouldn't receive a receiver to start, but you know you're, you're going to be carried. It's a full PPR league by the receivers, and you've got some receiving backs. So we'll see what you do. What do you think about your own squad, Josh? How do you feel leaving draft day, and how do you feel now? Yeah, I feel like um, pretty much what you said is accurate. Um, Isaiah Pacheco, um, he was one of those picks where it was just like, oh boy. I don't want to take him, but I don't also like anybody else that's available. I shouldn't get a fourth wide receiver when you can only play three max. So that's why I took Pacheco. Swift is, you know, the injury concerns are there, but, and there is that, you know, it's, it's kind of a rotation of running backs. So it's more so just, I'm hoping that he has efficient plays if I have to put him in. Um, if Isaiah Pacheco does play like he did last year at the end of the season, I do think that he's a solid player, uh, but he's not going to, you know, be a, a top player. Ramondre, I think that Zeke is going to vulture some touchdowns, but it, that's going to be goal line work. And, you know, when you score from 50 yards every every time you touch the ball, you know, it, it doesn't make a difference. Um I went with the Rogers Wilson stack because of the chemistry that they appear to have. Um, so I'm hope I'm banking on that winning me some weeks, um, assuming they both stay healthy. Um, but yeah, obviously my wide receiver group is going to be my strength and um, I'm banking on Juwan Johnson taking another step forward um, with his ability at tight end. Um, and so I always got to go with Juwan Johnson because he is the tight end that cost me the first overall pick two years ago and deflate these balls. So he's always <laughs> going to be my starting lineup uh, just to, just to have a petty proving point. All right. What do you think about Brian's squad? The sky busters. Yeah, he busted that sky. Um, Brian going with the back to back. He, he didn't have many head scratching picks this year. So he did say that this was the first year he studied. Um, and so Cooper created Cup, his obvious, own rankings. Yeah. So Cooper Cup, um, as a, uh, you know, with that injury that came out after our draft, as far as just it's lingering and it's day to day. Uh, but, you know, at the what seventh overall pick, not a bad, not a bad pick. T. Higgins, good, solid number two wide receiver, I think. Um, I would have gone Garrett Wilson over T. Higgins. So when Garrett Wilson fell to me, I definitely. I almost pushed Al out of the way to grab the sticker myself. Um, <laughs> Didn't want anyone to fuck so, it up. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I think those are solid. And then you went with back-to-back running backs, Rashad White and Alexander Madison. I think that those are two solid backs. Um, Madison, you know, we know who he is. He's not going to be a world beater by any means, um, especially in a more pass-friendly offense that, um, with JJ and TJ. Um, so, you know, who knows? He may, That might help him. Um Rashad White is kind of a question mark in that offense um, just because that entire offense is a question mark. Um, but, you know, Kyle Pitts, hopefully he has a turnaround season. Um, they throw the ball 10 times a game. Hopefully he gets seven of those targets. Um, I, I do love that Tyler Lockett pick. He was my favorite on his team. Um, my least favorite was Pitts just because of the passing um, numbers. Um, Gabe Davis, Zeke, uh, Tyler Algier, um, yeah, his bench I'm not too fond of as much, but uh, yeah, overall, I'm, I'm proud of him for waiting until the 13th and 14th round to draft a kicker in defense. Nice. Yeah, I think I think Brian uh, Brian made some good moves. Um, overall, I did have him as one of my worst teams, though I do agree with the value on Tyler Lockett. That's probably his best value pick of the draft. And Rashad White and Alexander Madison could prove to be okay backs. They're, they're you know they're volume plays, but I didn't rate them very high. But I'm just saying they they could be higher than I rate them. I think taking Dak um, in around 11, I don't like that. I think I probably would have preferred someone like Jared Goff or something. If you're going to be punting the quarterback position, take someone with more upside than Dak. I think. That they lost their their gunslinger of an OC, Kellen Moore, and now I forget who their OC is now, but I think Big Mike said they're going to want to run the ball a lot more. So Dak's going from his highest high with Kellen Moore to probably I'm not saying Dak's going to be bad. They won what was it, 11 games or 13 games or whatever. Like Dallas was one of the best teams in the NFC last year, but I think their offensive prowess is going away and they're going to a more run centric game. So I don't like that ga- uh, that Dak pick. I think Goff or someone like that would have been better. Um, we already talked about the running backs. I didn't like those. His best group is his wide receivers. That's what happens when you go back-to-back first overall. Um, I think Kyle Pitts should be fine. I still gave him a higher score. I gave him the same score as Juwan Johnson. Um, we'll see how he goes. 
You'd rather have Jesse Squad over Bryant's? Yeah, I think mean, that makes sense to me, Walters. Um, I, they were both, you know, bottom of the barrel for me, but Jesse might have a little bit more upside. Um, and then I think his bench is okay. I really like Gabe Davis and Ezekiel Elliott on the bench. Michael Gallup should be okay. Latavius Murray, he's already dropped him and picked up someone else, so that's one pick you could flack up for in the draft, but uh, Bryant made up for it. But I don't see Bryant punching much higher than maybe the seventh seed this year but i could be wrong but uh yeah skybusters has always surprised me so far so we'll see what he does this year moving on to the doctor we got jamie here she's drafting what is this eighth overall one two three uh yeah um saquon barkley i think is pretty solid then goes jalen hurts in the second grabbing one of the top qbs i think running back and qb are her top two positions so it makes sense that that's where she drafted Najee harris in the third then tg Hawkinson in the fourth another guy i've wanted a lot of shares of this draft season but i think because of the little homer bump we happen to be playing in minnesota markets or i guess josh i don't know if you've seen it if you've had other drafts with people that i'm not with but i've wanted tg Hawkinson, but he seems to be pushed up just a little bit over where he should be going and uh i've never had the chance to get him but he's someone i think will be absolutely great this year if he gets the volume he was seen with kirk last year tj hawkinson could be threatening managers or kelsey depending on what kind of seasons they have but um yeah all that's to say i've really i really like hawk this year and i've wanted shares of him but i just i haven't been able to work it out with where i've been in drafts um i think jamie's worst spot might be her bench i don't see a lot of upside i think she had a lot of safe players on the bench juju i don't see a high ceiling for devin singletary don't see a high ceiling alan lazard maybe if he can rekindle things with rogers there in uh, green bay east and then deuce vaughn i mean I don't, I don't see really a lot of upside on that bench at all. And when you're looking at the bench, you kind of want a little bit of upside. So I don't see it for Jamie. But overall, I think her starters are studs. And she was the second best team in my grading scale. So Jamie, be- bound for the playoffs in my mind. Josh, what do you think about Jamie? I like her running backs, uh, the starting ones. Um, question marks on the starting wide receivers with uh, Mike Williams. You know, with the injuries I talked about. If he stays healthy, solid wide receiver i i do love brandon Ayuk. um that is something that uh i've made known in previous podcasts i think he's a stud and um, and he had a great season last year i thought i'm not a big fan of the juge um alan lazard is an okay flex i think i think that she doesn't have much of a flex spot when i'm looking at the team at least not a consistent one um it would you know she might toss in juge um or singletary or lazard maybe um, she'll throw and, in dollstitch dude you don't know yeah, who knows? Uh, that would be that would be something. Um, I, 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 Jamie is always kind of the one that you know scratch scratch heads. Uh, she's 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 zigging when everyone else is zagging. She's um, in reverse um, or she's in drive as she's in the garage, not going out. <laughs> um, and so taking uh, the 49ers defense at the seventh overall pick or seventh That's round. The seventh pick, overall sorry. pick, Jesus. Seventh Give her overall a little pick bit in the credits. seventh round. <laughs> Jesus. Um, the seventh round defense is it is it is just bonkers considering she did not have a flex um, at that point she had all of her starters except a flex um, and but yet she goes with that defense I would have taken every single other position player on the board until round eleven when the New York Jets were taken. Um, <laughs> To your point, I don't want to cut you off during your spiel here, but to your point, Jamie has always zagged while everyone else is zigging, and it worked out for her first couple years. Her last couple years, it hasn't worked out, but I appreciate that she kind of sticks with who she is, and she doesn't really change based on how she did last year. She's like, I know my strategy. I know how I want to draft my team. It's worked for me sometimes. It hasn't worked for me other times, but she has stayed consistent with how she kind of makes her team, and so I applaud her for that, if nothing else. It might work out again this year. Who's to say? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so not not the biggest of fans. Obviously, um, she does have a very solid starting core with her tight ends, running backs and quarterback. That might be enough to win her most of the games. I know she's going to beat me after the spiel. I just went on about taking the <laughs> Niners in the seventh. Oh, yeah. Um, Dude, Niners will put up 30 that week. Yep, absolutely. Um, hopefully I play her week nine. Um, but yeah, Gar, move on. Actually, my favorite pick for her, Brandon Ayuk, least favorite Niners defense, as I said. 
Uh, spoiler, I did rank the draft teams. I think Jamie has one of the best uh, new draft team names this year, um, but we'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, moving on to Jamie's uh, husband, we go from Mrs. Hammer to Mr. Hammer. They're drafting back-to-back. Um, I would love to call it collusion, but they would never. Um, so Hammer takes Stephon Diggs ninth overall, and then Patrick Mahomes in the second. Mark Andrews in the third. Usually most people, the quote-unquote experts, advise you either go early with a quarterback or a tight end and not both, but I know Hammer in this league is talked a lot about wanting a stud at each of those positions so hammer lives out his strategy i don't hate it but Diggs, mahomes andrews we'll see i mean if that uh if Andrews bounces back and has the great year i mean he was the tight end one just two years ago um if that you know that ravens offense goes pass heavy and Andrews is a big beneficiary then that will be a solid third round pick great third round pick um overall i think his running backs his worst position again makes sense when you don't draft your first one until the fourth round kenneth walker and dalvin cook though uh both guys in timeshares that's kind of what he was stuck with it looks like he could have had kamar if he wanted he could have had the better of the two in Brees hall um could have had cam Akers if he's looking for someone with a bit more of a volume play but hammer took probably his guys and so that's the way it goes um also drake london and obj is his kind of second second receiver and potential flex i don't know i mean his potential flex either obj or michael thomas old guys that you know have all the talent in the world but are, are they still at their peak performance no we'll see how they do um overall i think hammer was more of a middle of the road team for me he would have been one two three four five six seven yeah he's literally right in the middle like that seven eight spot so hammer um, you're maybe pushing the playoffs, but not for me. Um, I really don't like your bench of Kareem Hunt. Jalen, Jalen Warren is probably your best bench player. And Jamison Williams and Darnell Washington. You already took Mark Andrews. I'm not sure why you took a backup tight end. Uh, Walters hates backup tight ends, so Walters would give Hammer an F-. minus. Um, but, I, yeah, Jalen Warren is potentially the only pick I like on his team that's on the bench. Um, so, yeah, Hammer's middle of the road for me. What do you think, Josh? Yeah, I said Jalen Warren was my favorite pick of his. Uh, not not a big fan of Drake London, similar to what I said about Kyle Pitts, just the volume wasn't there last year. Don't see it being there this year. Um, and so um, Stefan Diggs, um, I think that that's an okay pick from where, you know, and that's a fifth wide receiver off the board. Um, I might have gone Chubb in that situation just because of the volume. Um, I might have even gone like A.J. Brown or C.D. Lamb over Stefan Diggs just because. Um, but uh, yeah, the the quarterback tight end in the first two or first three rounds um i'm i did that last year in uh victoria's secret hated it the entire year um mainly because it was josh allen and kyle pitts and we all know how kyle pitts did last year um <laughs> kenneth walker i think even though he is in a timeshare he has he was very efficient last year with his carries he he finished very solid uh dalvin cook should be okay um because they're not to gonna start wanna, the year yeah they're not gonna want to rush Brees back um, Kareem Hunt is going to sign with the team. If he signs with Indy, um, and they get, then they say deuces to Jonathan Taylor. Um, I think that that's a very solid pick. Um, obviously, you know that I have Kareem Hunt in most leagues. I'm also just sitting here, um, shoving horseshoes up my bum and trying to get it. So he does get signed by a team that needs running back, uh, whether it's, uh, Miami or, um, Indy, uh, because I have him in the, champions branch out league and uh really he might end up in my starting lineup before he uh makes a team because of how my team looks um and so or my running backs i should say um but yeah darnell washington big question mark there um mainly because he's the tight end two on both teams hammers and the pittsburgh's team um and so yeah big question marks moving on to t We've got uh, somebody who wasn't golfing, but he did end up going to work an hour in, so we'll, who knows. I do think that he had a very solid draft. Um, Nick Chubb at eight, and then Bijan Robinson, which is bonkers uh, to me at that oh, level. Al was going crazy about that, dude, yeah. Yeah, I, Nikita was uh, panicking. Um, I do know that she kind of is upset with her first two picks. Um, really? Just based on... She hates Dallas? Uh, yeah, and, no, well, I mean, who doesn't? We'll get uh, but we'll get she there. was she she was not expecting Derek to go back to back so quickly, um, and then um, and so she knew that the timer was running, and and that timer is is it can be ten- daunting. Yeah, you um, people wanted she, it, okay? It was, I didn't, um, but um, and so she really wanted. She does kick herself for not getting Bijan. I think um, not. I, I've said Keenan Allen's getting up there in age. He's still okay. DeAndre Hopkins still okay. Um, hopefully. Um, 
Dallas Goddard, I, I like. He's a solid tight end. Not going to, you know, uh, break any records. But, um, yeah, overall, I do like his running backs a lot, his tight end. Um, two as a quarterback, if he stays healthy, is solid. Um, his wide receivers are his biggest question mark, on my, in my opinion. Um, and so, T, I think he has a very solid pick or a solid team. Um, I don't know how his wide – it all depends on how his wide receivers produce, though. So. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think his wide receivers, Keenan Allen, DeAndre Hopkins, Brandon Cooks, they're all number one guys in their offense. I mean, Keenan Allen, I think Keenan Allen's going to have a good year. DeAndre Hopkins, you question because that's uh, that's the Derrick Henry team. And then Brandon Cooks, um, he or no, Brandon Cooks is not the number one. Excuse me. I thought he was still in Houston. He is the number three in Dallas, but they went out of their way to sign him. So there's, there's always potential there, but I don't think that's a great one. J.K. Dobbins might be the better flex play for T most weeks. Um, I think relatively to their kind of out of overall, I think his biggest question mark will be Tua. Um, just kind of that middle man, middle land, no man's land for QBs. I'm not a big mid-round QB guy. They take a top guy or wait till the end. I don't think the difference between Tua and Daniel Jones, for example, who went in the 14th round. I don't think there's a big difference. So I don't like that Tua pick necessarily. But again, he could be healthy. He could be all right. T was a worse team than Hammer for me. So he would have been that kind of 8-9 spot. Um, I, don't, I don't see T making the playoffs. But... Um, anything's possible moving on josh to eric the reigning champion he got stuck with the 11th draft spot he got final choice his ball was never pulled um he goes tay Devonte adams and then dk metcalf and then amari cooper in the fourth with lamar jackson the third so i gave him the other 10 out of 10 josh like i said you had a 10 out of 10 on receivers and then eric also has 10 out of 10 out of receivers for me excellent spot lamar jackson should be fine especially if he goes to a bit more pass happy play we do reward passing yards just slightly more in this league but when you're throwing you know 300 yards um plus a game it can make a difference i honestly really like his running back play for about week four on he has alvin Kamara and Javante Williams I think those guys should be studs once they're back and healthy he has Jamal Williams to fill in in the meantime and then you know Jarek McKinnon or Clyde Edwards Hilaire is kind of a two just for a couple weeks he'll probably have to play one of them he could even pick someone up like Zach Moss or something um, whoever ends up starting for Indy if it's not uh, Kareem Hunt but um, I really I think Eric's got a sneaky squad here he's one of the people I had tied for third and I might give him the edge um, well he's tied with what you and Jeremy no i can't give him the edge over you or jeremy but i think eric has a sneaky good team from that 11 spot um zach Ertz and dalton kincaid are his biggest question marks at tight end uh, i don't think there's going to be any passing volume in arizona for Ertz to succeed with so it's just a matter of kin kincaid um get enough production early um with Allen to do something who's to say but uh i really like eric's squad and the reigning champ i think has a has a good good case for the playoffs this year josh what do you think about the reigning champ yeah, I do. I do like his team. Obviously, Devonte near and dear to my heart. I was hoping he'd fall to me in the second, um, which would never happen. Uh, DK, uh, solid. I mean, they were the number one offense last year. Lamar should be fine. Cooper, um, he should be okay if uh, Deshaun Watson get you know gets his head out of his ass. Um, I, I mean, yeah, for waiting until the fourth or the fifth round in a fourteen team league to get your first running back and taking one on a suspension, he did end up pretty. He ended up okay. Um, so Kamara Javante should be solid. Jamal filling in for Kamara until then is solid. Um, Jarek is a big play player, um, and so you're hoping that he they they use him like they did at the end of the season where he's getting a ton of plays. Um, Kadarius Tony is you know they're saying he's a wide receiver one out there in KC. We'll see if he could stay healthy. Um, I agree that the tight end position is kind of his biggest question mark. Um, he has a backup quarterback and a backup tight end. I think Walters had a stroke somewhere um, <laughs> about this, but uh, my favorite pick for him, uh, Javante. My least favorite was Cooper, just because of um, you know that you know it would have been uh, nice. Cooper's to get a gonna be back. solid, dude. He is. No, I'm saying I'm not saying he's not. I'm just saying that you know at that point I might have gone more of the uh, running back market. Um, this is the reigning probably... champ, Josh. Who are you to question? Yeah, well, you know, does he have a podcast? So he doesn't know shit. He got lucky. Um, <laughs> so um, no, I'm just kidding. I mean, I'm not saying Cooper's going to do bad, but it's just uh, that I just for some reason, you know, you have your truthiness score. I have mine. Um, my truthiness score is, I mean, you know, he makes uh, all the running the backs that went the- Kenneth Walker, Alexander Madison, Miles Sanders, James Cook, Isaiah Pizekcho, Dalvin Cook. He basically punted the position. He's like, no one's going to take the guy I want. And I think he's right. The only one I would argue maybe should have, you know, he could have taken be Miles Sanders. But otherwise, those other guys are a bunch of question marks. I love Eric's team. I'm definitely yeah. not sucking up to the champ for hopefully good karma. 
Yeah, no, that's fine. And I'm sure that if Brees Hall would have been there still, he might have taken him. Um, but, okay. Yeah, so I guess, yeah, looking at the running backs, Kenneth Walker I may have gone with if you're not too concerned about that timeshare. Um, but, you know, whatever. Moving on to Brad. I think Brad's had Derrick Henry. Oh, no, never mind. I think Garrett had him for a bunch of years too. But um, those two might be the only two that have ever had Derrick Henry shares in this league. Um, <laughs> no one else gets to touch him. But, uh, you know... Brad goes Derrick Henry, Jalen Waddell, Debo, Brees. Those that was his first four picks. I think Brad had a pretty solid draft. Um, Jalen Waddell, he's not the wide receiver one, but that offense is high flying. Um, and then Debo, um, if he stays healthy, is always you know fun to watch. He gets the ball a lot, and then you know CMC is going to take some away. Ayuk is going to take some away. Kittle's going to take some away. So he should be you know it should be where he is efficient with when he gets the ball. They're not going to focus on him. Um, Brees, when he's healthy, solid. Um, and then, you know, you get into his tight end. I like Pat Frymuth. Deshaun Watson, mm, he got some flack from that one. Um, I w- mid-round quarterback, you and I kind of feel the same on that. I don't know if I value Deshaun Watson over guys like uh, um, Daniel Jones or, you know, even, even Anthony Richardson, who was taken in the 14th round. I probably would have waited to the very end to get a quarterback if – um, over to Sean Watson, taking somebody like Javante Williams or um, Brandon. I don't know because he has Debo, but um, Tyler Lockett or something like that. But um, overall, I do like Brad's team. My favorite pick for him was KJ Osborne, um, Minnesota Viking. Um, I think KJ is a sneaky, solid flex play. Um, and my least favorite was Jeff Wilson Jr., mainly because he took him in the seventh round and he's not even going to play this year. <laughs> but he didn't know that at the time. Sure. I mean, we don't know that he's not going to play this year. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I agree. I think Brad nailed his first four picks going Henry, Waddle, Debo, and Brees. Um, from there, I mean, Bradley, similar to Jamie, he's someone who likes to draft out his starters first. And it's kind of just like an, more of an old school um, draft thought, maybe. I don't want to say inexperienced because Bradley was in two different championships last year. So, like, you know, I, there's definitely something to be said about drafting all your starters, but just most people or most quote unquote experts won't recommend it. Um, so, yeah, in the fifth round i really scratched my head at pat fryermuth i don't think bradley need to take him there and i i do to your point earlier josh i definitely do value deshaun watson more than daniel jones or at least i think the ceiling is higher for deshaun watson than tua or gino or aaron Rodgers. even the ceiling is higher will he put it all together who's to say and maybe daniel jones is a better comparison but daniel jones went in the 14th round and deshaun watson went in the sixth i think bradley definitely could have waited bradley could have waited five rounds and got deshaun watson um and again like i said pat fryermuth i didn't agree with either i think a Elijah Mitchell could be a very sneaky pick for Brad. That's someone I really was, I've been eyeing up later in my drafts. Um, so I think, you know, using your favorite to not least favorite, I think Elijah Mitchell might be his favorite value pick for me. Um, and Joshua Kelly, he's going to drop immediately. So I don't even know how he drafted him. But overall, Bradley's a bottom 14 in the league for me. Um, so a solid start to the draft, but then when he goes tight end and quarterback in the fifth and sixth, and they're not super good options, um, he kind of he kind of falls apart there for me. So that's what I think about Brad. Moving on to your lovely wife, Josh, Mrs. Mitchell, drafting at the 13th spot here. She hated her draft spot, but she came in fourth last year, so she really was nowhere near the top in the priority in picking her spot this year. She goes CeeDee Lamb and then Tony Pollard. She really is hoping that Dallas does things this year. And then taking Herbert in the third, I don't hate. I would have maybe tried to grab like uh, Damian Pierce or something like that and then hope to get Justin Herbert in the fourth. Um, but I understand why she wanted to just lock in her quarterback. I get it. Um, overall, Nikita, again, is a lower team uh, for me she's actually fifth worst so she's um, still in the double digits and rankings for me 10th I believe that would be um so yeah I think her draft started okay with her first two picks having two players on the same team might be a little bit questionable but if you believe in their production it happens um I think her worst pick for me is probably Rondale Moore I don't love it at all um Jonathan Mingo could be a sneaky pick but yeah I have Nikita not making the playoffs this year um Antonio Gibson, Samaje P. Ryan. Eh. I think her bench might be her worst spot, and her starters aren't that great either. Josh, what do you think about the wife squad? Um, so, as somebody who has rocked the wide receiver running back combo many times in the past uh, with Devontae and Jones when they were on the same team, I, I don't have an issue with that because um, you're banking on one of them being. Um, being solid, C.D. Lamb is you know top five wide receiver in the NFL um, when Dak is accurate. Uh, Tony Pollard is a, um, it's a very solid running back as well. Um, 
she, like I said, or when we were talking about T's team, she was kicking herself that she went back to back Dallas players, but at the same time, she wasn't paying attention to that necessarily. She was just paying attention to kind of where they were on the tier chart. Yep. Um, and so, um, t- she would have gone, I, I feel like if we were to redo this whole thing, she would have gone Bijan over Tony. Um, and so, um, she is kicking herself about that. Um, so she left, she leaves most drafts hating her team. Um, last year, obviously <laughs> she did the same thing and then she got fourth. I'm a big fan of Kelvin Ridley. Um, I think that that's a very solid pick. Um, Kelvin Ridley has the potential to be, you know, a top 10 wide receiver. And he was like the 20th taken off the board in our draft. Um, we'll so see. I He's do been on a football for a couple of years, a year. Um, and so it's, I do, I mean, I have quite a few shares of Calvin Ridley as well. Uh, James Conner. Um, I actually think that that last year I said, James Conner would be trash and he was, um, so two years ago, he led the league in touchdowns. I believe last year he, I said, he's not going to do anything this year, getting him in the fifth round, um, end of the fifth like at the that th- end of the fifth. Um, I think that's a very solid value pick. Um, you know, there are there are some experts out there if you want to believe them over us uh, that say that he is going to be um, kind of a league winner this year, just based on where he is getting drafted. So if that's the case, I think she got a very solid pick there. Um, and so that's solid. Evan Engram is, is he's a wide receiver. Um, so I just noticed now that Evan Ingram, Kelvin Ridley, Jacksonville. So Jacksonville and Dallas are kind of her teams right now. Uh, she's hoping that they do solid. Both of them were playoff teams last year. Um, Antonio up. Gibson is a, is an okay flex. Um, they were in like a 50% timeshare with uh, Brian Robinson last year. Um, we'll see if that trend continues because um, Brian Robinson wasn't necessarily, um, you know, he wasn't uh, shooting it up like he was in the preseason. Oh, oops. Josh, um, come on. I'm not a big fan of Rondell Moore, but I think Jonathan Mingo is um, a very solid pick. I think that's a sneaky pick um, with how him and uh, Bryce Young are um, kind of meshing in uh, the Carolina. The Bryce is so, right, baby. Yeah, so I think that uh, Mingo was his name. Oh, is is a solid pick there. Uh, Sam Donta Foreman. Um, Chicago has a stable of running backs. Um, and so solid depth there. That was a fifth running back on our team. So who knows? Um, And then I was proud of her. She waited for the 13th, 14th round to get a kicker in defense. And she doesn't have a backup tight end or quarterback Walters. Wow. (laughs) I'm sure you do Walters. Um, all right, Josh, well, that just leaves one more squad. Uh, what do we think about Derek in the 14 spot? Um, yeah. What can Brown do for you? Um, Derek with AJ Brown and Monroe St. Brown in the first two picks with 14, 15, um, very solid. And then, um, you know, Jerry Judy, um, questionable with his injury, but, um, you know, I, like I said, I would have gone Ridley over that. I might've even gone Cooper, um, over him as well. Um, even though I did just rip Cooper a couple teams ago, but, um, um, Damian Pierce, um, I'm a big fan of, um, and then, you know, he got Cam Akers in the fifth round. Um, who knows um, how that offense is going to look um, after last season. Uh, but then Christian Kirk as his wide receiver four. Um, I would think that, you know, that's a very solid pickup uh, or very solid pick there because um, Christian Kirk was wide receiver 11 last year. Um, so a very solid uh, draft pick there. Who knows if it's because Calvin Ridley is on the team now that that's why he dropped. Um, I'm just saying that Calvin Ridley and Christian Kirk, they have the possibility to finish wide receiver one and wide receiver two this year. Um, absolutely zero bias for my uh, champions branch out league. So if somebody wants to send me an offer for like uh, Christian Kirk, um, I'd be willing to trade minimum, um, you know, uh, Nick Chubb, Saquon Barkley level player. Um, uh, David Njoku, uh, very solid tight end. Um, I think he led the league in like uh, red zone shares last year. Um, and then, you know, you got Zach Charbonnet. Overall, Derek, I think he has a very solid team. He did not take five kickers like he did in Champions Branch Out. Um, waited till rounds 13 and 14 to get his quarterbacks, uh, which is very interesting. But uh, um, at the same time, you know, he took Russell Wilson, hoping he improves. And then uh, Anthony Richardson, um, as a kind of a flyer to see how he starts off the season week seven and week nine might be a bit of an issue for him considering all the buys i'm noticing but um i like his christian kirk pick not a big fan of the Traylon burks pick 
Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, I do think Derek nailed his first three picks. Again, I, I definitely would not. I just, I guess I'm low on Judy this year, so I definitely would not have taken him to start the fourth. But again, what do I know? Al likes to say he hasn't seen me win yet, so maybe I just, maybe my football takes are all stale and bad. Um, but yeah, I don't really like Judy in the fourth, so that's kind of Derek starts to go off the rails for me. And then David Njoku, I think he's a solid tight end. He's fine tight end, but he was definitely in that no man's land where Evan Ingram went to start the sixth. And then no, hindsight's 2020. But then Derek takes and Joku to start the seventh, and then another tight end doesn't get picked until the middle of the ninth. So I mean, Derek did not need to take in Joku there. He definitely could have punted to his next turn. Um, so I, I I think that just kind of detriments his team as well. Derek's a bottom bottom. He's the second to last team for me in my little truthness rankings. Nico Collins, Traylon Burks, maybe they have some upside there, but uh, yeah, his starting quarterback is very questionable. His starting running backs are questionable. His best group is his receivers, um, and then his bench is, oh, just slightly above uh, the middle line for me, but um, I hate Derek's team um, mostly, so Derek, I did not see you doing good things this year. That's all the teams, Josh, and um, we also you went to. It looks like we went to keep trade cut, and um, looks like Brad had the best squad there. Do you think keep trade cuts a bunch of ninnies or a bunch of fools, or what do you what do you think uh, was? Did you see kind of what they were ranking higher than other things, or why did they give Brad number one? Did you see or no? Uh, no, I did not see, um, and so we'll um, we'll pretend like it's the best just because I was fourth. Um, and I'm, I'm okay with being fourth overall in that one. Um, looks like I was fourth in a lot of different categories here. So yeah, you were fourth Um, for keep trade cut. You were fourth for fantasy pros and you were fourth for the garlic juice that escorted. Yeah. So it's all right. We, I think we changed our pay scale for fourth place gets all of the money. So it's an interesting strategy. Um, yeah, I actually think fantasy pros, they have another, they have a little team analyzer, a league analyzer tool. They had garlic with number one of the power rankings. I had a perfect 100 out of 100 score. Shout out ladies, shout out fantasy pros. And they had Brad all the way at the bottom. So there's a big difference between keep trade cut and fantasy pros. We will see who ends up being a little bit more accurate. I tend to think fantasy pros a little bit better down because I, I, shaded brad but because i think my team is great um josh the most important thing before we go here the team name rankings and uh some teams were disqualified because they didn't even change their name um shout out to the ghost dude for winning a barn burner on thursday all right al college football saturday he's on fire about it um before we go josh we need to rank these um the new team names and i already did mine i guess you could you know adjust your own or you could agree with mine i think the best team name this year would be jeremy um, and he, he incorporates two different players, so that's that's a bonus for him as well. But he went with Kittle Me This, Bateman. I think that's a beautiful little name. I thought, uh, you know, you definitely see plenty of um, names online or, you know, names that people like to pull from. And that one's unique to me. I haven't seen that yet. Maybe other people have used it, but I haven't seen it, so I love that from Jeremy. Josh, let the people know what your team name is because I think you did a very good job as well. I'm not seeing this online anywhere else. Well, um, kill me this Batman or Bateman. I have seen Ridley this with the Kelvin Ridley for Dynasty. So um, I have seen that one. Um, Jack's on, Jack's off. Mr. Miyagi, uh, shout out. Um, that's, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I think I'd seen it on Reddit somewhere. I was like, huh, I'll keep that in mind. It was like on a Dynasty League where someone was just saying just random Jack's on, Jack's off. I don't know if it was in a team name thing or just Dynasty League. Sure. Um, the other the other one that I, I want to try and get to fit is... Um, better to jacks off than get jacked on uh but who knows um and then jacks yeah. it in san diego dude. i'm I, I i know you said you like jamie's team name but uh i i don't understand it so okay so Sasha, she, she, so she's pronouncing the last name wrong to be fair i'm not sure she understands how to pronounce brandon Ayuk, but she went with i don't don't i yuck my yum so that's a, that's the thing a lot of people are saying is uh don't yuck my yum especially usually in a sexual context but she's saying don't i yuck my yum dude i think it's a great team name even if she's saying the name wrong i love it jamie she's my third best um team name um the other ones aren't so great but because they updated their team name and they kept it with their players i like it eric lights kamara jackson i think that's nice he's able to get 
two players in there. I went with Stairway to Evans. I've had a musical theme like the past three years with the Alan Parsons Project and then the Jefferson Starship. I'm now on to the Led Zeppelin Stairway to Evans. And I even, uh, I will say, I think my picture game is the best. I always have a brand new picture each year. And this year I put a crude picture of uh, Mike Evans on the Stairway to Heaven uh, Led Zeppelin art. Um, and then Nikita's, Josh, she had so many options, especially with Mingo or other players, but she went with this just in. I give her credit. She changed her team name. She tried something. But, Josh, I think you have to admit that Nikita probably could have done better with her team name. What do you think? I mean, everybody could do better with their team name, but she changed it. You know, it's still preseason, just getting into the she's, swing of things. She's so. top half of the league. She's sixth. I'm not, you know, again, I'm not trying to hate on Nikita, but I'm just saying. I think Nikita's capable of more. I think last year she started with the Kurt Covids or something, and then she came out with fire after that. So Nikita, I have faith in you to have a fire name. Um, Bradley in seventh for me with Waddle They Do Next. It was it was okay team name last year. He drafted Waddle again. Um, so, you know, he, he lost points for having the same team name as last year. There's the Skybusters, the straight cash, homie. Um, they they don't really change their name with their uh, with their players. They kind of stay solid. And then we won't even talk about the bottom five teams, Garrett, T, Willie, Jesse, and Hammer. They didn't even change their team names or update them they're last year they don't have those players anymore those guys fucking stink yeah and i think i gave t a great option he has Tua. i think t i said go Tua, Tua infinity and beyond and t didn't even update it to even take the gold i gave him um yeah i mean he has Bijan, so he could go Tua infinity and Bijan. oh t you're absolutely wasting golden opportunities here fuck um all right josh we are just at an hour right now so it's time for us to get the fuck out of here but on tuesday folks we are back to our two a week schedule on tuesday night i guess we haven't picked a time yet josh and i will discuss but tuesday night will be josh and i's like fantasy long season predictions so just our studs and duds for the year guys we think we will perform well and perform poor for the year and other other fantasy predictions you want to throw out there most Didn't we people... already do our studs and duds for the year no yeah we did when I don't know. Walters, help. We did not. Um, but yeah, so that's what we're doing. And then we'll be talking. We'll, most of us will be done drafting. I might have a draft going Tuesday night, but no big deal. It'll be going on in the background. So we'll give all our takes and all the fantasy players because we can't give away all our nuggets before we draft our team, especially when we compete with the Walters and the Owls of the world. But we'll be giving our fantasy season long predictions. <laughs> nice and then uh saturday morning we'll have our nfl preview show hope everyone's excited for football it is finally here less than a week away josh go ahead and hit that go pack us so we can get the f out of here go pack us beautiful thank you everybody and we will see you tuesday evening Bye bye go pack us Hello, Walt. Everybody's team stinks. Dude, your team stinks. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I do like Team 2, though. Team 2 looks pretty good. Nah, now we're talking, Walters. Now we're talking. So what are we thinking? We think in Call of Duty in like five minutes. We can. Hold yeah. on. I don't know what this sounder's gonna be, but um, here, let's, God let's, damn it. let's just play this. I farted and a poopy almost slipped out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Thank you, my instance.